Good morning and welcome to Starting Right with Danny Mac. I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great five-minute start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and let me help you start your day right. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Friday Roundup. Today's the day where we give you sort of the Reader's Digest version of each of our episodes from the week. Just a summary to encourage you as you go into your weekend and maybe give you something to think about and chew on or maybe even pass on to someone else. Back on Monday, we talked about a new song from Toby Mac called Cornerstone. Now, the cornerstone, scripturally, is Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 to 20 says, So then, you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone. In years past, a cornerstone was the most important part of the building. The building was built out from that cornerstone. It signified the strength of the building, the purpose of the building, and Jesus is the cornerstone of our faith. It is upon him and what he's done for us that everything else is built and why we are so grateful to him for being our God. The song Cornerstone talks about exactly that. It reminds us that no matter what comes against us, because we are built on the strong cornerstone, we have that foundation of Jesus Christ, we can withstand what we face and we know that God will be with us and will give us the victory. The words say, seasons come, seasons go, I've been high and I've been low but I'm standing on the only rock I know. You're my cornerstone. Tuesday's episode was called Why God? It focused on an Old Testament prophet by the name of Habakkuk. There's an entire book written by him. It's only three chapters long, and really it's all about this conversation between Habakkuk and God, where Habakkuk is really kind of ticked off at God because of the problems the people of Israel are having. And he acknowledges it's because they rebelled against God, but it doesn't look like God's answering anybody's prayers, and Habakkuk is just getting frustrated. In chapter 1, verse 2, he says, How long, O Lord, must I call for help? But you won't listen. Violence is everywhere, I cry, but you do not come to save. Must I forever see these evil deeds? Why must I watch all this misery? He's complaining to God he doesn't like seeing what's going on around him. God responds to Habakkuk, and the conversation goes back and forth. Until Habakkuk comes to the full realization that it's really not up to Habakkuk to determine what God does. It's up to Habakkuk to continue to love and serve God no matter what is happening around them and to remember that God is always the one who's in power and in control. At the end of the book, the third chapter in the 17th and 18th verse, Habakkuk says this, Even though the fig trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vines, even though the olive crop fail and the fields lie empty and barren, and even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. He recognizes that his joy, his happiness, and the important things to him are not reliant upon what he sees happening around him. It relies solely upon his relationship with God. Wednesday's episode was called Salt. We talked about four significant changes in our culture over the last few years. The first one was that we live in a post-Christian culture. Christianity no longer has the influence in our culture that it once had. It's been taken away from almost everything. Secondly, we're living in a culture that is post-family. In other words, the nuclear family is not staying together. 
and 46% of all children are not living with their natural mother and father. Thirdly, we live in a post-relationship culture, where now technology has taken over interpersonal relationships. And fourthly, we live in a culture where disagreement equals judgment. There are many things that God has given us in His Word to help us counter this culture, to fight against it. And on Wednesday, we talked about two of them. First one is found in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. And then in Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 to 16, we're, we're told that we are two things. First of all, we're told that we are the salt of the earth. Salt has been used for centuries to be a preservative and also to be a seasoning. And that is exactly what we are to be in this world. We are to help preserve it and to season it with the goodness of God. Then we're also told that we are to be a light. And the purpose of a light is so that people can see in the darkness, that people will be drawn to it when things are dark. And that's exactly what God wants us to do. He wants us to be that light that people are drawn to. In the middle of all of this change in our culture, if we can maintain a life that is dedicated to God and we are the salt and the light of the earth, people will be drawn to God and we will be able to face the challenges that the world throws at us. Yesterday's episode was one of my favorites. I called it an oldie but a goodie. Originally, it was known as Road Trip. See, back on July 26, 1930, Charlie Creighton and Jim Hargis got in their Model A Ford and being sponsored by the Texaco Oil Company, drove their car from New York to Los Angeles and back to New York again without ever turning the car off. It took them 42 days. They averaged 11 miles an hour. And the really amazing thing about this trip is that they did it all while driving in reverse. Yeah, they went backwards both ways. That story still amazes me, and it always makes me smile. And did you know that sometimes as Christians, we need to look back in order to be able to move forward? You know, in Revelation chapter 2, verses 4 and 5, God speaks and says, I have this complaint against you. You don't love me or each other as you did at first. Look how far you've fallen. Turn back to me. Do the works you did at first, and if you don't repent, I will come and remove your lampstand from its place amongst the churches. Repent and move from wrong deeds. The thing that God is speaking to the church is to look back, to remember the things you did at first, and to start doing those things again so that you can move forward into everything that God has for you. You see, there are some times where we need to look back to move forward in what God has for us. I've had a good week. I hope you have too. And I hope you have a really great weekend. It looks like the weather where I am is starting to warm up and it really looks like it's going to be a beautiful one. Maybe our first full weekend of spring. And I hope that yours is a great weekend too. Be blessed, my friends. Spend some time with your family. Get to church. Sing your praises to God and, and take the word your pastor has for you. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and we will talk again on Monday. Thank you for listening today and I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mack.